Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Yeah, I'm talking five comma six zero shot zero hit up. Back to running circles round niggas, now we squared up. Hold up. Life's a game, but it's not fair. I break the rules, so I don't care. So I keep doing my own thing. Walking calm. <laughs> it is game one of the season and Yorkie, I appreciate you allowing us to use your uh, soundtrack for that. Hey, I like Rihanna. Got lots of Rihanna <laughs> on my playlist. I can't wait for our copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm fired up. Eh? Yeah. Cool. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's uh, coming in on presented by Botano. It is game one. We're live. Uh, boys, before we get into the show, just to let everybody know in the chat who's watching live uh, coming up. In the middle of the show, we're going to have a contest somewhere in the middle of the show uh, to give away a Jake Sanderson signed stick uh, that came out of Bobby's budget. So um, just be prepared for that. So we're going to tell you, you just need a Twitter account and then they'll choose a random uh, winner uh, off of that because we can't follow through with YouTube because we, we can't tell who you are. So we take, is, that, is that coming off the cap? So the 300 for the stick, is that coming off the cap? It's It's Bobby's salary, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got some room now to get everybody. I, I, don't yeah. make en- I didn't make enough to start taking deductions, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, you know what? Um, Radic Bonk is going to join us shortly, but we got a lot to get through. I just want to like, so Shane Pinto is in town. He's yes. skating. The Ottawa Senators will play a man short tonight. This is an epic debacle, if you ask me. Um, so it just all it appears now is they need to make cap space. It, it sounds like the deal has been agreed to. Basically, if you, there's no way Shane Pinto's in town if it's not, and um, that hopefully sometime soon we're going to get a deal done and we're going to have to move out a player or something. But uh, Yorkie, what's your thoughts on uh, seeing Ottawa start with 19 players uh, and Shane Pinto just waiting? Right. His career is being put on hold because the Ottawa Senators organization didn't figure out how to make this happen before the start of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Wally. A little detective work. Figuring out he was skating down at the Sens Flex with my man, Patty Malloy. Give Patty. I've got to give Patty a shout out, by the way. I love Patty. Great job with the Smith Falls Bears. Works with a lot of great kids. Patty will have him ready. 
Uh, Smith Falls, ranked number one in the country, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. Kempfield 73 is off to a hot start as well. You junior hockey fans. But no, that's 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 a good sign. He's he's in town. He's skating. So I would have to think if I'm putting the uh, the dots together here that it's close. But I would I would have to think there's there's a number that's agreed upon. Now you just got to make the space. You got to make something happen. So I, I think, like I said the other day, I think he's back sooner than later. Um, just someone's they got to ship somebody out. And we'll see who it's going to be. Yeah, and on the other side of it too, there's no forward out there that's mad that they're playing eleven and seven because or, or eleven and six. They're playing. Yeah, I used to love when Guy would come in and talk to Stoner and I, and he'd be like, "Hey, I'm dressing eleven forwards tonight because we knew there was going to be three or four extra shifts, and if you were feeling it, you were going to play twenty minutes plus." Um, so guys like Timmy and Brady and the skilled guys are going to get some extra puck touches. They're salivating at the chance. So uh, game one, not a big deal. It'll get sorted out. We'll see Pinto in the lineup. If he's there, something's agreed to. Something's something's looming. Yeah, he's in town and he's ready to go. Okay, but your whole "it's not a big deal" is completely wrong and couldn't be any more incorrect. Why? This is what they're what? holding yeah. him out because of a contract that they didn't figure out how to solve in yes, I don't know three four okay. months, and it's affecting not only his game. But it's affecting the Ottawa Senators yeah. lineup. Well, this I agree is with nonsense. that. I meant I meant from the player standpoint of playing one game like this, maybe two, whatever it might be. From the players on the offensive side of the puck, they don't mind. They would sure. love to have Norris yeah. in the lineup. Don't get or not Norris. Get, no. Well, him well, too. Him too. <laughs> but uh, but no, I but I understand the other side of it. All of this should have been done. All of this should have been taken care of. You should have the way. Not discrediting that, but I'm just saying, Timmy Stutzel with four extra shifts tonight, I'll take that and run. It was the summertime. The capologist had the week off. So come on, cut some slack here, Wally. But to, <laughs> Wally, to, to Bobby's point, uh... I'm going to change my point uh, prediction for Tim Stutzel because this is going to allow DJ Smith, because this is what happens when you're coaching. You look down at your bench and you see your fourth line sitting there and I got to get these guys on the ice. Got to get them in the game. Got to get them involved. Now you don't have to worry about the, you know what? I'm going to roll Timmy with my fourth line and I'm going to get him in some matchups that are really favorable. And if you're a good player to Bob's point, you are licking your chops right now. Uh, rolling three centers. Like, come on. Uh, if this keeps up for a couple weeks, the more a guy like that plays, the better he's going to play. And he's loving it right now. Want to go one, one short. Hey, I, that's that's just why how I am, Bob. If I was a yeah. forward, five mm-hmm. D is a little different. Going yes. with five D for a whole hey. game is a way different kettle of fish. Start the season, one one short here. I actually think it's advantageous for Ottawa uh, because you're getting your best players out more. But th- that's not excuse, the point. It, it doesn't excuse what happened in the summer. That was debauchery. Um, this shouldn't they shouldn't be where they are right now. Um, Let's just hope Tarasenko gets off to a good start because if he doesn't, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, what you're seeing right now on the screen is the opening night rosters compared to last year's opening night to this year. Uh, The people in red are new to the lineup to start the season uh, for Ottawa. So um, not not a lot of change, but certainly significant when you look at the names of them, of Chikrin, Corpusalo, Kubelik, Tarasenko, I think Ridley Gregg's ready to play. And of course, Rourke Chartier is, I think, the placeholder for Shane Pinto at the moment. But um, that's a pretty, I'll say that's a pretty drastic lineup change. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you brought some veteran guys in, but veteran guys that I've known to score. 
Um, and Chartier has to know too. He's loving this situation right now. <laughs> right. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong sure. with that. He's, he's getting an opportunity to play. I, I'm big on Ridley, Greg. I think he's going to be fine yeah. in that second slot for, I don't think he's sustainable for a year there. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. but I think he can absolutely be elevated in the lineup for a short period of time to give you a little bit of offense, to give you and dish the puck, you know, to his, to his wingers and, and, uh, create some space. So I don't mind that. Um, I, I would absolutely take this lineup all day long um with with your two big centers that you're missing you know, um i it's a, it's a shame we it's a shame we spent all summer getting ready for this and and the norris yeah. thing happens and the pinto thing still hasn't gotten figured out it's a shame but um i still love the lineup mm-hmm. how about tarasenko right now bobby i think he's going over <laughs> to timmy hey hey uh don't be afraid to take a few shifts with me uh, tonight, eh, Timmy? Uh, oh, he's yeah, he's in there trying to, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Right? Hey, uh, you know, uh, let's uh, well, that's come on over here a little bit. Yep. Coming coming up later in the the show, we've got the uh, Botano lock of the day, and I I would think that one of the locks would be if you're picking somebody for Ottawa to have a point, it would be take Tim Stutza at plus one. Well, all day long, all day well, long. I've I've already, I've already made that that. Did you lay it down? It's, I'm laying that down all day long. He's getting it. He's getting it. Come on. That was a, that was as sure as the bet we put down last night with Bedard getting a point. Like, that was a yeah. no-brainer. No-brainer. He was 20. Uh, he was good, a player. Hey, oh, man. You know what the most impressive part of his game was? The, the way he lugged the puck through the center of the ice. And and I because that's something that – here's a perfect example is Timmy, who came in young and ne- didn't necessarily develop that skill right away. That came a year or two later. Um, especially think it took off last year, but he creates space, man. He says, I mean, the way he lugged the puck up the ice was impressive. I didn't realize he's as fast as he was. Uh, I thought he took too many predictable shots last night. I think he was just hungry to shoot. That's okay. Uh, Too many shot attempts that didn't turn into anything, but footwork for a defenseman. Um, but that being said, man, he's, he can play, huh? (laughs) But didn't, (laughs) do you not think he was told to shoot? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I think he's been told to shoot a ton uh, yeah. and and probably if he's watching the game today he's going i shot too much <laughs> so that'll calm down he'll get his first goal and it'll calm down oh for sure absolutely yeah. um so by the way there, there's this nonsense going around about this and the american broadcast was all over how um korchensky as a matter of fact and Connor bedard didn't wear their buckets in warm-up and i for anybody that knows i this blows my mind because every rookie who takes a lap, their initial lap, always goes without a bucket. It's a the mm-hmm. veterans hide it. They always say, "Well, now they just know they're not supposed to go out and wear it." I don't know why this is such a big deal. Yeah, I don't fun, get it. Fun police, fun police is out in full full force. Full force. It's not just <laughs> hockey anymore either. Um, but did <laughs> <laughs> did anybody? Um, when did they put the rule in? I feel like it was shortly after Taylor Hall got stepped on his face in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. We just got that alert after Hall got cut, but you know what? Um, I remember we made it a team rule and we didn't make it. We were in Arizona one night. I think it was right after Hall came in or Hall got hurt and somebody came in. One of the coaches that was just disgusted. He had to write it on the board said from Pierre Dorian, all helmets are mandatory in warmups for this team going forward. I don't know if it's from Pierre. Somebody might've mentioned it was Eugene. I never got confirmation on it, but I was sitting next to Ron Hainsey and he looks and he goes, 
I've been in the league three times as long as some of these fucking people. And I got to wear a helmet. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, is this absolutely happening right now? Well, Um, and I, I was the guy that was standing in front of the net shuttling pucks. That was always one of my jobs. So I never, I very rarely went without a helmet. I just knew somebody was good. Zach Smith was going to ring one off the bar three times a warm up anyway. Um, So I always paid a lot of attention to it, but I remember like, it should have been a grandfather rule if you're in the league 10 years whatever but yeah. just a yeah just a ridiculous rule to me mm-hmm. what the hair go? The you want to sell seats let the hair yes. go yeah <laughs> yes like do you know how hard it is to tell people from wearing a helmet to when they're not wearing a helmet and walking past you in the locker room like there's sometimes i'm like who is that guy and they're like oh it's whoever i'm like oh right you look completely different yeah like yep. you can't you just it's a better job and i and I think like Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat also go like without. I think a bunch of guys go in bucket list now in warm up. Am I not? Am I wrong? I don't I'll find out. I don't know. We'll watch tonight and find out. But I thought I that a no bunch idea. of guys went without buckets. Anyway, um, good to see Connor Bedard. You were mentioned in the show. Uh, they were talking about Sidney Crosby and the draft and how Anaheim was supposed to go number one overall and they lost the lottery and Pittsburgh won it or whatever. Um, did you think at all that you like, possibly we're going to go to Pittsburgh if the lottery played out at all like that. It was kind of weird that I, I remember if you had played that lockout year, Anaheim was a cup favorite. So I essentially got drafted second overall to an elite team. That was a Stanley cup contender, which never happens. Right. Um, yep. But I do remember, I, I remember the process of thinking that Anaheim was probably going to win. Uh, at one point we were watching from like 10 down and you're like, okay, there's a team that I thought I might be sliding to or going to, but it, when it got down to the, you know, the top three teams and then they, what they picked one, they picked a winner and then the next two teams got it, got it showed. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. I wasn't going to Pittsburgh then, but I, I thought for sure for, a, I thought for a little while during the, during the process that I was going to end up in, in, in Pittsburgh close to home. I, part of it, part of me was excited mm. about that. Three yeah. hours or whatever. That would have been yeah, it would have been good. Yeah. Although yeah, you probably the hated the Penguins. I was not a Penguins fan. No, it, it would have been <laughs> it would have been tough for me being a Flyers kid. Yeah, it would have been a tough one for me. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're gonna get into what it's like to play in your uh, in the opening night. So, uh, without further ado, I would like to welcome in 14 year NHL veteran, the guy taken third overall in 1994, who had the best flow arguably in all of hockey for. <laughs> years radic bonk uh welcome to the show oh, oh. wow Did you have a game? <laughs> oh my just, god bonk. just trying north something or, new <laughs> were you up north uh, hunting or something Are you in a no, no, I just, uh, program after uh after the draft after oliver's draft i just uh stopped shaving and uh <laughs> and uh, until he plays his first nhl game i'm going just gonna keep it <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh by the way, congrats on Oliver uh, being drafted. Yeah. I'm sure that was a pretty cool moment for you to be in the stands with him. Yeah, it, uh, it was a great experience, uh, you know, uh, being there with my kid and you know see him uh seeing him go through stuff that I went through, you know, many years ago. I wouldn't even say how long, but uh and him getting rewarded for all the work he put in, you know, it was great and uh it was in Nashville too, which Nashville you cannot go wrong. So <laughs> oh, we had no. a, we had a great great week there, and you know ended up you know being uh, even better with him going first round, and uh, 
everything around it, it was just uh something you'll remember forever how yeah. did how does your son end up you're a centerman how does ollie end up being a right shot d that's what i want to know bonky how'd that happen I, I think he's trying to model his game after you, Yorkie. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. My uh, actually, my dad is a right east, a right-handed shot, so that maybe has something to do with that. But uh, uh, he was uh, he was a center starting up his you know young career, but then uh, in Czech, in the fifth grade, you switch from uh, kind of like the mini hockey where you play kind of in zone into the full ice hockey, and uh, he was kind of you know, the kid that could skate backwards the best. So, you know, the first year we're like, well, you'll play D this year and we'll see what happens. But he kind of liked it. So from then on, he's just like, oh, can I say D? And obviously uh, maybe you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, pretty now, good. Now you coached him. Is there any, is, do you take any credit in that? Me? Uh, uh, not really. You like, I coach a lot of kids, you know, it's, it's up to the kids. You tell them, you try to teach them, right? I, I give everybody the same advice. He maybe had a more advantage a little bit against the other kids because he had to listen. Right? <laughs> all, the, all the other kids don't, don't. And, you know, they, sometimes they listen to their parents more than coaches. And, but, uh, kudos up to him, you know, or kudos to him because, uh, he did listen, you know, and he, I think he learned a lot from me. But oh, I think I don't. I'm not taking any credit. I think it's uh, all him. <laughs> well, yeah. congrats! I think that's a pretty big deal. That's that's pretty awesome. exciting. Thank you, guys. Um, so, for those who don't know, the stat sheet will say that Radic Bonk uh, played 14 seasons, three different teams, which includes obviously Ottawa that drafted him, then Montreal, and then Nashville. 969 games, 497 points, 399 of them with Ottawa puts him sixth all-time in franchise scoring. Uh, Bonky, as you may not know, on this date in 2008, you played your final opening night game. It was Nashville against Dallas. Um, what are your memories of opening night games? I always, uh, I always remember it was a lot of that nervous energy. You know, everybody wants to start well. You know, the team needs to, you know, it helps if you win the first one. Uh, personally, you want to start well, you know, because uh, especially uh, if you're an offensive guy, you know, you want to, you know, maybe score a goal and get that uh, monkey off your back right away. You know, it's always very nervous uh, leading up to it. You know, I'm like, I know it's uh, necessary to play those exhibition games, but, you know, those didn't mean much, right? We were there just to try to, you know, get our timing back, our legs back. But uh, the first game, it was always until you stepped on the ice, then you got you were fine. But before that, just a lot of butterflies in your belly and just getting ready, wanted to get it over and hopefully start well. So did you, a lot of times, I, I, I meant to go back and look, played the Leafs. Um, did you enjoy those moments more? Yeah, I did. I, didn't mind playing the Leafs, you know. Obviously, we had our tough times against them, especially in the playoffs. But that was always good rivalry. I I didn't mind playing them. You know, it was uh, uh, you know, if you played at home, it felt like you played in Toronto, and if you played in Toronto, it felt like you played in Toronto. So we were we were Not always on the road. Changed. If I 
<laughs> Yorky remembers. You always say, you know, well, let's get that crowd out of it. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> even if you, even if you played at home. Yeah. So uh, I didn't I didn't mind playing them. It was always added a little bit extra, but uh, you know, game is a game. Yeah, yeah. Bonky, you played for a lot of coaches. Opening night, any coaches in particularly that fired you up? And I believe Jacques Martin, as far as pregame speeches going. But as far as guys you played for, played on a bunch of different teams, any coaches in particular, you're saying this guy knows how to give a pregame speech? Uh, I don't know. I think they all are pretty good. You know, uh, they all said different things. You know, somebody, uh, I think he comes. You got you to gotta be a good speaker when you're a coach, head coach, I think, you know. I um, Jacques obviously had his uh, own and... Uh, I wouldn't. I would say all of them were good, you know. Always trying to pump you out, you know, talking about how important the start is to the season and stuff like that. But uh, I don't think I remember like anything special from any speeches. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the miracle on ice speech, you know, that you always <laughs> remember. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah you but never had you never had torts or anyone like that, so you weren't. Uh, no, no, I. Uh, you weren't I getting lucky. the goods. I was lucky with my coaches. I think through my career. Yeah, yeah, Carboneau, Claude Julien, Jacques, uh, Rick yeah. Bonus. Yeah. Um, Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz, yeah. Uh, you also had Butch Goring in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, did, when you see Vegas playing now, do, do you think back to when you were playing on the and messing and tearing up the strip, I should say? <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, it would be like uh, that was 93, and, uh, you know, professional hockey was kind of new to Vegas and, you know, people start coming there. And I, I always wondered why they didn't have an HLT because I thought that would be a perfect place for them. But uh, finally, did, they did get one. And now, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think that's the place to play. You know, I think them in Nashville is kind of the place where, you know, you want to play and you want to visit as a, if you're a fan, you know, you got, those are the two, uh, I think, places you don't want to miss. Uh, Nashville is fun as we can all attest. Um, what does, do you have, like you played at the civic center, I think, uh, early on in your career. Did you not? Yeah. A couple of years, if yeah. not one, yeah. um, scored your first NHL goal there. I think. No, I was in Pittsburgh was on, on the road. On the road um, yeah. What do you remember of the civic center? Uh, it was shock for me a little bit <laughs> because, uh, in Vegas we had a, uh, I think it was called Thomas and Max center. And it was kind of new yep. building because they built it uh, for the for their basketball uh, for UNLV basketball team. Yeah. Yes, so it was it was pretty nice rink, I have to say. And they modified it to to become a, a hockey rink, so they had to make some changes. But it was fifteen thousand people, you know, and nice arena, nice and big. But then you get to uh, Ottawa. I've never been here, so you get to Ottawa and you walk into that rink and you're like. Holy crap! Can't believe that this is where the NHL team plays, you know. So <laughs> it was it was different. But then you know, year and a half later, I think we opened up the Arnouring, so uh, it was back to normal. But yeah, I was kind of a little bit shocked, you know that that was a that was an NHL rink. Bonky, you yep. you watch a lot of hockey. You watch NHL. You got four kids. Your son's in the OHL. Give me the over under now. On how many games you would watch in a week? Uh, 
I got I got you at at least twelve. It's it's a lot. It's uh I I love it. You know my my wife hates when hockey season starts. You know because like that's like yesterday I watched three right right off the three, bat. You watch three games in one day. All three. I watched all, all three, three games yesterday. So yeah. you know, and that wasn't even my kids. You know, so <laughs> I, I I like it. I just I don't know something. You know you know Yorkie. Some guys play NHL and hate to watch hockey. They were like always like uh, even I think Haas. I couldn't get Haas watching hockey like on the on the on the road on the in the room. He was always like, "Oh, let's watch something different." I, I I don't think he was that you know obviously great player, but I don't think especially early in his career he didn't like to watch it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, I still like it. You see, every game, every situation is something new, right? There's no like same thing all the time you might look the same but there's little differences here and there and you watching i don't know i'm a big hockey fan what can i say so three games yesterday you watched all three in a row you're gonna watch the sends tonight obviously and unfortunately gotta, unfortunately my son has a practice uh tonight 8 8 30 so Ooh. i'm gonna have to leave my uh i'm gonna record it watch it later but i'm not <laughs> gonna you- see it live what do you think of the Sens roster now? Since you watch so much hockey, uh, do you do you sense a bit of the early two thousand Ottawa Senators? I I think this team has. I think they're going to be great. I like, but also I I thought the last year was the year when I was really confident. So maybe this year I'm a little bit more careful <laughs> about the enthusiasm. But I think their team is is well built. I I wouldn't change anything about it. I I think they're gonna do really well, but it's up to them, right? It's important again. Good start is important, and uh, you know, get rolling, you know, and then uh, season's very long, as yeah. you all know, and that's uh, a lot of things can go wrong. Hopefully, they can all stay healthy, but if they do, I I think they uh, they have a good future. Do you think so? We did our predictions, Bonky. Do you got Ottawa in as a playoff team if they stay healthy? Obviously, do you have them as a playoff team? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Now Ottawa will play with uh, eleven forwards tonight, as Bobby can attest. He enjoyed less forwards. He got more ice time. Were you a big fan of perhaps going to uh, a smaller bench? I don't think we ever did. I think we always went that, you know, classic 12 and 6. Uh, you know, during the game, your first two lines play the most anyway. The third line, you know, it's. I think it's the third and four play more than they used to. Yeah. But still, you know, those top guys always get the minutes anyway. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'm... You know those two guys, two top guys from Ottawa, looking at it, said, "I need more ice time because they know, they know they'll get theirs." You know, where do you have where do you have Stutzler right now, Bonky? Obviously, we got we got McDavid, you got Drysaddle, uh, you got McKinnon. Where do you where do you put Timmy right now? As far as you know, I don't need a rank or anything. Do you have him right at the top of the of the better forwards in the league right now? I, if not top five, he's top ten forwards for sure. Wow, and uh, right up there, I you know what? And he's the thing is, is only what 22. How old mm-hmm. is how old is he? 
22 this year. So, you know what? It just the possibility that he's going to get better and better. That's yeah. it's going to be really good. I remember watching him uh, the World Juniors with the we were watching with Oliver and my daughter when the, he played for, you know, U20 Germany and watching that kids uh, and you can see that he was going to be a special player and you know obviously coming in in the league that young is not uh, easy but his his you know progress was like it's not steps it's like jumping forward almost right crazy so i think this year he's going to he's going to become one of the like top top guys yeah uh by the way i tried to find stats of jason york assisting on any radic bonk goals lots there's lots <laughs> i i didn't find very many uh did he ever want to pass you the puck or was it just a maybe off the glass and out <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not yorky was uh, one of our skilled defensemen <laughs> <laughs> no it's a, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure he gave me a lot of good passes i i was i just wasn't big scorer you know we had Haas for that so he probably, oh, Yorki probably passed it to me and I gave it to Haas. That's probably what, oh. uh, what happened. But <laughs> Yorki was a good defenseman. Yorki, a lot of third assists, eh? A lot of thirds, a lot of th <laughs> Listen, I remember because back in the 90s, Bob, you could hook and hold and I, I'd go in the corner. I think Bonky used to call me the octopus in the corner. I'd just go <laughs> in and just grab guys. <laughs> It's, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes that third assist is the you know, most important play. You go in a corner... <laughs> You know, bottle it out and make that first pass, and then you know, forwards exchange a puck, and nobody talks about you winning that most important battle in the corner. So there's not, absolutely nothing wrong with third assists, Yorkie. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't show up at contract time, Yorkie. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Oh boy. I think hockey. I think the people people that know hockey, you know, appreciate yeah. players like that. Who do oh, you yeah. tell Ollie to? Who do you tell Ollie to watch if you're watching the Sens? Because you gotta. I always tell my kids, you gotta watch this guy, watch that guy. Who do you tell him to watch? Well, I I wouldn't say it's just one team. You know, all the I always tell him like you know watch a lot of hockey and uh, like all the top guys on the power play. You know, you can learn unbelievable how much you can learn from uh, watching them, how what they do, how they move. You know, what the what they're like kind of thinking is and stuff. So I, I always tell, I always talk to him about it and tell him, watch, you know, Roman Yossi and, uh, you know, obviously Carlson. But you know what? Carlson's kind of a little bit different because yeah. you never know what he's going to do. Like yesterday I watched a game doing the, I think one of the power plays. He did this move on the blue line. I don't know if any of you watched it. He did this move on the blue line where he like undressed that guy, last guy on the puck. Like, last guy back. You don't really want to tell your kid, you know, you got to do this more. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just tell him just not as a copy your game after anybody, but just learn certain things from certain players, you know. And uh, uh, I hope he's watching because there's lots to learn. Uh I got a, just a couple of questions before we let you go. One is, would you have enjoyed battling Brady Kachuk in front of the net? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's for Yorkie. He was a, he was in front of the net. I don't know. That's no, he's a, he's a, you know what? He's a he's a beast. I love I love the guy. I love the way he plays and like absolute like he he has it all. Like he's the whole all rounder. Like as he gets right, him and his brother like they can score, they can pass, they can battle, they can you know fight. They can, like. You don't see that many guys like that anymore, and he's uh, yeah. he's a beauty. Like absolutely love the, the way Brady plays. 
uh, last question I have for you. Do you have did you have any superstitions before games? Yep, yep. Obviously, the pregame meal that was the most important one, <laughs> yep. and uh, I had to had my two cokes, which uh, I think Yorkie mm. remembers. Three cokes? No, it's three cokes. No, and no, Yorkie does two, two <laughs> cokes. Oh. I thought everyone I talked to now was like it's getting higher and higher. I think somebody told me I had five cokes. I was like. Like who drinks? Your, Listen, that, he, that's just Yorkie adding to his story a little bit by a little bit. No, Bobby, this guy, Bobby, this guy used to tell me he can't drink water. He hates water, so he'd have three cokes, big plate of fettuccine, lots of cream sauce, get the chicken oh, yeah. on top, maybe a little half steak, three this buns. Yorkie, I'm in the same boat. Box, me you and Box would have sat you together. Know, you <laughs> Yorkie, you're not remembering correctly because I always ate salmon. So now you see the. <laughs> oh, I've been eating salmon all my career, so you can tell that you're starting to forget a little bit. But Maybe. You know, I, I know the, the usual, the pregame meal, the nap, you know, that you know before the game, you know, the sticks, everything had to be ready, you know. But not, nothing. I wouldn't say anything crazy, but you know what, everything had to be uh, had to be sitting away. Ah, very good. Anyway, I appreciate your time. I know you got to run. Uh, but yeah. we like you stopping by. So uh, we'll keep your number if you let Yorkie tell more stories about you. And uh, we'd love to have you back on. <laughs> Thanks, Bonky. Yeah, don't nice. forget when Yorkie talks, you always have to take like 30% off. So, hey, you know? <laughs> hey, Bobby, we're, we, I got to tell you guys something. We didn't even get into this. Bonky is one of the top pickleball players in Ottawa right now. He's a force to be reckoned with. I saw that. I saw that yeah. uh, tweet you put out today. I'm going to have to oh, come man. up and test it soon. Oh, he's oh he charges and he's like a big bear up there. I had, a, I, had a, I had an early start doing that uh, COVID when we, we couldn't leave our houses. I painted a pickleball court on my uh, uh, my uh, driveway, which fit perfectly, and we played it every day with the kids, and you know just to stay active a little bit. And uh, it's a fun game. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna have to challenge Yorkie one on one one day. I Did heard he know? joined a, he joined a big. Uh, Fancy club, pickleball <laughs> club somewhere. So, hey, the Britannia Yacht Club. It sounds fancy, but it's not. It's it's awesome though. You gotta, eat. Bonky. We'll go down for a game soon. All right. Before could before you beat Alfie? Here. Could you beat Alfie? Probably not. Yeah. Alfie. Alfie is good at everything he does. I don't think anybody can beat him. And <laughs> tries to. He tries too hard. Wait, uh, he, he Alfie. The thing with Alfie, he never stops trying. Like, yeah. Bonky, you'll let up. You'll let up now and then. Well, I have to because you know what. When you're out of shape, then you cannot be. You know, you have to pick your uh, moments to you know yeah. a little yeah, burst sir. of speed, but you cannot be. Uh, you cannot be doing it all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, in, enjoy living in your cave and uh, don't shave. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. See you, Bucky. Oh God. There goes Radek. Uh, Fourteen. I'm telling you, this veteran. This guy will watch thirty hockey games in a week, Bob. Thirty. That's insane to me. Yeah. That's a uh, cry for help. Yeah, hard enough time watching all the Sens games. That's it, right? Uh, I got a lot of condensed versions going. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm you're, on. You're uh, love, I'm in the night, boys. I'm I'm excited for this one. You all right, so little, you, Bob loves that little summary you got the next day on the you go on the sports uh, sports net. They give you the eight eight set, eight minute summary of the game. Uh, big fan, big fan, and get a See, just they get won't a put feel fights for in that. They won't. Well, they don't put stuff in that, which anymore. bugs me. Yeah, they do leave that up, but no, 
it's a good uh, it's a good research tool if I don't feel like staying up yes. for one. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll get into that. So uh, before we get any further, uh, this show, as always, proudly presented by Botano, uh, where there'll be lots of action going on in the Sens game tonight. Uh, Botano live betting bet builder. You should check out their same game parlays. I think one includes Ottawa winning. Uh, Giroux with a point and perhaps Brady with a point or a goal. Uh, that's one of them you can build. Anyway, go check them out at botano.ca. Download the app. The game starts now and uh, up shortly will be lock of the day. Also, this show proudly presented by our good friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating Inc. Gavin? Ah, uh, BEI Homes. Oh, BEI Contracting. Uh, general Aggregate uh, sorry, general contractor. They have aggregate, uh, topsoil sales, also uh, equipment rentals, uh, custom screening and crushing. So check out Bonisher Excavating Inc. for all your needs. They are helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. And now you've all been waiting to find out how you can win a signed uh, Jake Sanderson Ooh. stick. So here's what you got to do. You just simply got to go to our Twitter page. Or sorry, uh, you can tweet at us uh, using the hashtag I'm coming in hot. That's it. Uh, and then Gavin, um, who's doing a million things at the moment behind the scenes, is going to pick a random winner. And then we'll tell you at the end of the show who that is. And then we'll get the stick sent out to you. So uh, there you go. I'm hashtag I'm coming in hot. Uh, also, like my, it would, you, you, no, you didn't, like, you didn't like my idea. Are we saving that one? We're saving that one. I don't have time to do it today. No, it We're busy. It's a busy show, Yorkie. All right. So uh, I, I was tempted to, to give away a signed Bobby Ryan stick, but it's my son's. And I don't <laughs> know how he would go for that. So uh, maybe next time I'll ask him. I do have a Bobby, uh, Bobby Ryan bobblehead. Yeah. So at some point, we'll look to maybe give that away in the show. I could like probably that. wrangle up one stick from the, from the collection. Oh yeah! Oh, I one in there. I don't know if it's going to be a true, a Sherwood, a Warrior. I was, I was dabbling in everything at one point when when oh. Sherwood left the league, but uh, I think there's probably one back there. My, actually, my kid used a Sherwood stick with your name on it. That's why yeah. he took the Sherwood. Yeah, yeah. I was, Never I scored had, any goals, but I, I did. Buy I had it. like, uh, I had I like a big Sherwood guy. I had like <laughs> fifty. I had fifty Reebok sticks that I used. The old sick kick. Yeah, and oh, when wow. I and, and when we moved. I, I just I gave them all away. Like I didn't have room in the new house, so I just basically I, I went to a good place. One I gave them away to uh, to the Sens to give away to some youth programs. But yeah, it just, it was like, I had no more space for them. Awful stick. So the sick kick, Bob. That that, that was a terrible stick. The Reebok. That was yeah. Well, yeah. there's the one with the hole in it. The holes in it. Remember the Reebok? Was it? I'm sure oh, it was Reebok. That, that was the Reebok. The yeah. Yeah. That was awful too. And then Bauer just tried to come out with one with the blade. There's the hole through the top of the blade, if you will. It was a nightmare to tape. It was just <laughs> stupid. Anyway. All right. Uh, so tonight's game, uh, as we move forward here. Uh, you know what? Uh, can you pull up the uh, DJ Smith coaching uh, record board? Um, so how much pressure is on DJ Smith right now? This is his career record, a 467, an average finish of 25th in the league. That's Sorry, that's based on his last four years of where he stands in the league is 25th. Uh, how, how long does this go if the team struggles off the top? Or do they use the Norris and Pinto uh, as an excuse of a slow start? 
Well, I think if they start slow, he's sure shit going to use it as an excuse, and I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took away you took away the center of my my lineup. Um, but every every single per- everybody is under fire this year, right? From management to every player, um, it is a make or break year. Um, there'll be a little bit of a grace period from Angelauer coming in and installing his people, but. Um, with Steos already, you know, kind of leading that charge, but nobody's safe this year because this team's missed what six years in a row. Yep. It's, it's time. And you've given, and I was a big, big person uh, saying that DJ should be back and a chance to see it through. Well, now it's your time to see it through. You need to make the playoffs. You need to make the step. We can't be talking about meaningful games and you need to get two centers in the lineup that are your anchors. Um, so if they get off to a slow start, he's got every right to say, I'm without my, you know, arguably two of my top six most important players in your second, your third line center. But um, yeah, I just like everybody else, he's under fire. Mm-hmm. I would think. And he, he knows. DJ is a smart guy, Bob. He, yeah. We all know him. He's, he knows it. There's pressure every single day in the league to, and to win, but it's a different kind of pressure this year. Yeah. But I will say this. To your point they shouldn't be in the mess they are right now. So hmm. if they got off to a poor start, I would probably point the finger somewhere else first to tell you the truth. Like if, if the team plays really hard and they're losing a lot of close games and they're, they're battling and they're fighting, but you know, they're missing, they're missing two center racemen right now. That's a big yep. deal. That is yep. a really big deal. I think Josh will be back soon. I think the Pinto a situation will get fixed sooner than later. So I just don't think they're going to get off to a bad start, but if they do, you know, I, I think there's some shared blame to go around. It, there'll be shared blame and then we'll see what happens. I just think this new ownership group is going to be calculated. They don't want to be like it was before where there was just these crazy decisions made and, and, but Hey, yeah. you can only be patient for so long. And, and yes, it is time to win. Even with the injuries, I agree. This team is good enough to win. Um, with the, with the defense, with the goaltending, with Timmy Sutza, with Bree. There, there's enough talent, but it is going to be tough. It's going to be a lot. It was, to me, it was a layup before. Now it's going to be much tougher w- without these two pieces. But um, time will tell. I'm, I can't wait to see what happens. There's so many, in, there's so many intriguing storylines to start this season. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be fascinating. And then, and number one, I am just, I can't wait to see Tarasenko play because I want to see what he brings to the table. That to me is the most interesting. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Bobby, do you have a storyline that's outside of, I don't know, Tarasenko scoring or Tim Stutz at 90 points that you're interested in watching? I know I'm putting you on the spot. I'm basically asking you for one hot take. Um, okay. Drake Batherson is second on the team in goal scored this year. Whoa. 
I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I do. I don't argue that. I, he looked yeah. great in camp. Yeah, he did. And I know he was motivated by playing at home for a couple of games. But yeah. aside from that, like, remember last year, I think we were saying that Drake Batherson may be the second most skilled hockey player on this team, or at least forward. I, yeah. I think we suddenly get confused sometimes with big numbers, but Drake Batherson is a star. I think so. And at 4.95, you're loving it. Um, yes, <laughs> right? indeed. Indeed. I, uh, I just think, yeah, I, I think the ankle hindered him way more than he let on. And we, yeah. we, we could tell the guys that watch the, every game and know him. And I know the way he skates because there's, we have some similarities in the way we skate. Um, I just thought he was hobbling last year and he was making poor decisions because he felt like he was behind the play. I think now everything's back. He had a good, he had a good camp, not a good camp. He had a great camp. I thought he, I thought he looked elite a couple of times. Um, and I know that's different kind of competition, but I, I do think he's going to make, take a major step. Brady Kachuk is going to get 45 plus goals. Okay. What? I, I don't right. see it. Good night, I everybody. Right. I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> you wanted a hot take. You wanted yeah, a hot right? take. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna go forty, but that I, I think that's I think he's doing that. So I went. I upped it to forty-five. Wow. I okay. Um. I just I don't know what the take is, but I just believe Thomas Shabbat will have a great year. I hope. So. I do too. I, I really I, do. I'm really excited to see him play with a structured D. He was qu quickly, and I know, and I know guys say stuff all the time in the media that makes no sense. And he said today, we're trying to get our systems in place, so we're doing a good job in camp of trying to nail them all down. But I really believe this year they're trying to, whatever system it is, figuring out what that is and getting it nailed down. I, Thomas Shabbat to me is a huge, huge part of that team, and I think he has a huge season ahead. That's my, that's my take. That's not very good. Nice, nice, it's nice. You know what's not uh, a hot take? You know what's not a hot take? Um, Jake Sanderson's going to have a great year. So, okay. Rasmus Dahlin signs for 11, 11 and a half, Ooh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would you do the I, old Bahamas this year? <laughs> <laughs> who, does, who does his agent have pictures of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you saw Jake Sanderson oh, no. signed, and I know I I believe listen, hey, well, listen, listen, a, I, I, listen, let me. I really like Dalene like a player. I think he's phenomenal. really good. To, I I think he's phenomenal. But that's a lot of freaking money. Yes, and it just makes Sanderson contract and kudos to Pierre. Just makes his contract look absolutely like a steal. Um, but man, that makes. It makes you think like, of a story with Clark MacArthur. We used to have a defenseman, and I won't name any names. That was just not an NHL defenseman. Just like, oh, well, we had a lot. Hey, we had a few, but it was like about it was it was during our first two years together. And right, um, I'm going on the I'm going on the roster here. To have a look. Just continuously <laughs> got put in the lineup, and every time, and Clark and I would play together, and every time this guy would be in the ice, Clark would be like, "Change." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we I mean we laughed about it, but. Uh, the light up would go up and Clark, he'd be like, I don't know who he's got pictures of. I just don't get it. <laughs> oh, so everybody's frantically searching hockey DB to see. I'm on there. I'm on there right now. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never name names. I'll know who so, it is. So he had to have played a significant number of games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it's a significant. I shouldn't say a significant number. He I, a lot. You, I know. You know what? I think I know it. And I think, 
Is he a really good guy? Uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah. Was it Freddie yeah. Clayson? No, I love Freddie Clay, man. Okay. That, that was a good guy. No, no. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, Freddie. I loved playing with Freddie Clay too. Um, because there was, he never did anything but disrupt the puck and move the puck. So you always knew where it was going. The first yes. guy he saw was getting the puck. <laughs> so. He knew his game. He, there was nothing about Freddie that was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm a top two defenseman." Was it? Uh, was it Patrick Weir <laughs> Weirkosh? I told you guys, I'm not, I'm not naming names. <laughs> but Freddie, <laughs> uh, that's, oh, that's, that's a good guess. That's a very good guess. That's a good guess. All right, we'll we'll move on. Uh, Freddie Clay, I love I love Freddie Clay. I, actually, I'm trying play. to get him on the show. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah. Were you on this? Well, you, oh yeah, we were on the when the Sens went to Sweden. I remember Freddie Clay. Yes, gave all the media a tour, a tour. of downtown Stockholm, like he was their their seeing eye dog for a Sweden. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, it was a, he was a, great. What a great what a great gesture. So, and that's the t uh, that's the trip, among <laughs> other things, that Buddy Robinson missed the bus. Ooh. Do you remember this? Oh, I was you hurt. Didn't, you I didn't go hurt. on this trip. Yeah. So I think it's the last day and I'm, uh, the bus started and it left the hotel, but it made a quick loop and came back and Buddy Robinson's running out to get on the bus. No way. Just hung <laughs> the gills trying to get home. I don't, I don't know, but you just know that he's like, oh, I, there's no chance. I'm, I'm going to be sent down as soon as we get back to Ottawa. Oh, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> a bad feeling. Uh, I uh, I, I am so glad I missed that trip because the stories that came <laughs> like what what stories did you hear, Bob? They, they went two and zero. The boys went two and zero. So let's <laughs> let's just call it what it was. But I, from what I understand, that that thing was a debacle from the the moment it started to the moment it finished. And I remember Pierre was like, "Bobby, I couldn't get you on the team flight when over to that." And I was like, "No, no, I got a good feeling about missing this one. <laughs> so I'm glad I did." <laughs> oh boy, that was yeah. Yeah, a lot. There's a book that could be written on that trip. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, before we, okay, so let's do lock of the day now in case we run out of time here talking. So going into tonight, we know Carolina is the opponent. Um, and we've all talked about perhaps Carolina being a Stanley Cup winner or at least a prospect for the Stanley Cup. So they are very good at yeah. home. I know this may come as a surprise. 28 uh, Ten and three last year at home. That's the second best home record. Uh, also, five zero oh, and two in their last seven home openers. Hmm. Is there any chance for the Ottawa Senators, Bobby Ryan? Oh, you're putting making me go for and man yeah. and Yorkie. There's something mm -hmm. about that building that sucks to play in. It's <laughs> the wind. You're in the wind tunnel. They cram Stinky. you in those. Um, they cram you in that locker room, the worst locker room in the NHL by far. <laughs> Stinky um, towels too. Towels reek. Awful, <laughs> awful, and it's just a and and yep. it's a hard enough building to get going in. And this is where when Bonky was talking about home openers and games, I always had that same energy, and that energy was absolutely crushed by watching them come out one by one, like that. You know that major delay between warm ups and that, and it instead of like ramping up after warm up and getting ready, you kind of get deflated. it. Um, I still, I'm still big on the sense. I just don't, this is a tough spot. I'm going to go with Carolina because they're at home. Yep. They have a full lineup. 
<laughs> Sounds like the, the GM. The GM got them eighteen players. Um, oh, good job. <laughs> um, and it's. I do. think it's. A, I think it's a big ask to go on the road to win against a team that many people are picking to be in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, literally sat on this all day, but I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna take Carolina, and um, the Suns get going next game. I w- I will say, but before Yorkie, uh, the Suns are four thirteen and four. I saw in that their, in their last twenty one visits to to Carolina. Like it is Death Valley for Ottawa for whatever reason. Although I will say in the last five, they're playing 500 hockey. I think it, they're two, two. And yeah. One. I remember so, when we won there in overtime, um, Terry made an unbelievable move and set stoner up and we won in overtime. And somebody was telling us that we hadn't won there in years um, yeah. before that game. So it I believe ugly. it. I it don't like get 13 it. or 14 games, something crazy. There's only a few buildings in the league where you're like, it's almost an automatic loss. And that's how it felt for us going there. It was just a, it's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just a nondescript team. Like, yeah. With all due respect to Carolina, who's a different team than when you play them, but they're just an average hockey team. Like just, yeah, just there. So people, weird. And people must've thought we were going out, but I'm like, yeah, I promise you nobody's going out in <laughs> Raleigh or wherever we stayed. No. Carrie, just that carry. Yeah. yeah. Carrie. Just that loop of where the hotel is. That's a little nice little spot though. It is. Good nice. Yeah. yeah. Good wine store there too. They got, they got uh, okay, wine. so uh, Yorkie, take your pick. So I'm tempted to take the Sens just because of how Corpus Allo played in preseason. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh just lost at home to Chicago. Who would have thunk that? Yeah, but well, Bobby had them at fourth in the division. So, but, but tell but, you guys, but. you guys are sleeping on him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh's doing one thing. They're going to be, they're making the, t- the, the, the playoffs where they're going to be terrible. I'm going to take Carolina. I, th- that's my Stanley cup favorite yep. this year. I, I think they're going to come out ready to play at home. I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to take Carolina in this one. And I'm with Bobby. The Sens get going. I don't think they play poorly tonight. I, I, I do think they probably lose this one. Hey, maybe even an OT. I, I see a one goal game here. Gosh, I don't want to be the, Agreeing with you guys on day one, and nobody. You don't have to. You don't have to. You could look like the smartest guy in the room here. Take take Ottawa. I, f- hmm. I was hoping one of you would have taken Ottawa. I might have taken. All right. You know what? Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux, by the way, is like a point per game player in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes in fifty-one games, he got fifty points. And wow. Brady, Brady in Carolina has four points in his last five games. He's got. Uh, point in four of the five games. Okay. That's going to get them over the hump. Is Corpus Salo going to outduel them with 11 forwards? Can See, he just doesn't play center? No. Well, that's Corpy. <laughs> take a yeah. shift at center. Get up there. I I got to take Carolina. I, you have to. I mean, the, down the, the middle, they're, I just, but you know what? They're going to have piss and vinegar and they're going to have the youth. And that's. Did I hear? Did I hear somebody else's dressing a, a, a forward short tonight too? Was it? Uh, oh yeah, one of their teams doing it. But everyone's talking about Ottawa though. Yeah, well that's the problem. So, by the way, if you're going to do the over under at six and a half, do the under. The last three games have all been under uh, six goals, and I expect it to be that way again tonight. You guys, although remember over. opening night, lots of penalties. You think over a lot of a lot of penalties. Power plays. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's going to be close. I say take the under. Mm-hmm. I'm not but giving. Do, yeah. 
I gave my lock. <laughs> I only had to give one. Yeah, and you went with what? Stutzla gets a point. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you yeah. went out on a limb. My lock is <laughs> Carolina wins and Bonky watches 40 hockey games this week. That's my lock right there. How many yeah, do the play this week? What's, it, what's that? The Sens play. The they play Friday and Saturday. Uh, sorry, Saturday and Sunday, right? Oh, Saturday guy, afternoon. He, he Sunday tapes night. games and, and we'll watch them. That's it. Well, yeah. if they play three games, the over-under is 1.5 for Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll see how you do on Monday show. Um, all right, uh, we're going to announce the winner of the stick, uh, and then we're going to uh, wrap up the show. But the, win the winner is uh, QB613 uh, on Twitter. So congrats to QB613. We will... QB, uh, oh boy. Now, you're, we'll you're reach out to you. Is that right? What's uh, Yorkie's going to hand deliver it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Let me know. I'll be out tonight so, watching the game if you want to stop by. Uh, won't, have the, you, won't have the stick, though. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to go out in the hood. Might go down to the Barley Mow. Oh, that's a great spot. Oh. No yep. Cheshire? Uh, no, it's a little far, Bob. I'm in, the, I'm in the other end of town now. I'm in Westboro, so. Oh, you're okay. All right. Cheshire yeah, yeah. Cat is the best Putin in the city. I'm convinced yeah. of it. They got I, food. Uh, I hate Putin. Um, <laughs> one, I tried it one time, my entire timing in Canada, one time, and I said never again. Now you throw a beaver tail in the mix, and I'm I'm all for it. I wow. I could see okay. you crushing fries and gravy. What is it you didn't like? The cheese curds? Yeah, I don't like gravy. If I want French fries, I want French fries and ketchup. No, okay. Uh, you're so American. Yeah. I, I'm not I a guess. gravy guy either. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't get malt vinegar on fries. I don't when I'm oh. going over to, I don't get that. I don't get that. Salt. Um, okay. No, now, 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 now gravy is made for turkey. <laughs> gravy yes. is turkey. I, gravy's made for turkey and French fries with cheese curds. It's that it's no. that simple. Do you know what you hammer on your turkey now? Homemade cranberries. That's no. what goes on the no. turkey. Yes. I can't we gotta have a Thanksgiving show. This yeah, we'll do it when the uh during the US when this game is yeah. or this show uh, show has gotten out of control because no, we're not talking cranberries and we don't use them ever, ever. I do, I do. No, Hammer I'm gonna go cook a medium rare steak right now. <laughs> um before <laughs> before we go, uh, what did you guys think of Vegas's banner raising? Oh, did you it like awesome. it or was it or is it hokey with the slot machine? <laughs> I didn't know where they were going with that. I gotta be honest. In Stoner Clearly didn't either. Could you see him? No. <laughs> do I do it now? Do I do it now? Uh, like, yeah. Did you not do a run through? Um, no. But I thought that part was hokey. But I thought it was. You know what? I thought it was phenomenal. The guys, the guys doing the arm and arm thing. I thought. Um, yes. I thought that coming out. I thought it was great. Yep. I yep. just to touch hokey at one spot, but I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Yours. Really yeah. Look at Stoner. Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> like, where is this thing? Stoner was struggling. Stoner was struggling carrying the cup down the hall there. Like, see how long he had to go down the hallway. He's like, you can't get the cup away from him right now. Good for him. Awesome. He's everywhere. But yeah, this is the only thing I was like, I don't get it. But I get it. But I don't. Anyway, um, I I do appreciate all that Vegas does because I love the glitz and glamour and twenty two guys on that team from last year's roster. So you like, it's not like a bunch of guys who came in this year and weren't part of it. So that's good too. Um, yeah, very cool. Finally, uh, who's last question, who scores the first goal for the Ottawa senators in the 23, 24 season, Jason York. Well, I'm going to go with the obvious here. Brady Kachuk. Okay. Tarasenko. 
Oh, <laughs> I'm going Tarasenko. I know someone who's hoping that. <laughs> uh, that's gonna I... be my pick. Yeah. Okay. I think I think he yeah he catches a one timer early tonight. Oh yeah. I... Matthew Joseph. Ooh, I was Whoa. I was I was hedging. I was thinking you were gonna go Kubalik there for a second. Oh, that would have been good too. But Matthew Joseph had such a good. I think he may have been their best player in camp uh, next to Drake. So what's going on? It's okay. So are they are they trading him or what? Because someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. You just walk over to Ann Lauer's office when you're down at the rink, sizing up your new office, and ask. Right. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you guys Don't talk you about this on tomorrow when I'm on a plane. <laughs> That's right. We have a show 9 a.m. tomorrow, Yorkie and I, uh, with Jamie Baker, by the way. Um, so enjoy the game. Puck drop is moments away from the show. Uh, really, I, you know what? We're excited for the season. I'm hoping this plays out well. Yeah. Although I just hate the start. The start's bugging me with the way they've handled Shane Pinto. But other than that, um, we'll see how this plays out. I'm excited. So, boys, uh, enjoy the game, and we will see – well, we'll see Yorkie tomorrow, and we'll see you next week, Bob. Take care. Thanks Arkel. for watching, everybody. See you, Bob. Oh, yes. Enjoy. The Arkells on Friday night. Oh, I love, love the Arkells. Yeah. Good band. Yeah. Well, I'm, going, I'm flying all the way to San Fran to see them, so they better play my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the game, everybody. All right. See, see you guys. guys. Bye. Have a great night. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.